Welcome in. Thanks so much for joining me. Uh, in today's episode, I'd like to share a little bit about um, how to incorporate mindfulness a little bit more into our daily activities. Um, these are going to be based off of ways I incorporated into my day, how I do that, um, you know, over the years, trying different things, what's worked, what hasn't worked. And um, yeah, I hope some of these can be useful for you. But before we launch into some more tips on how to incorporate mindful awareness throughout the day, I thought to talk a little bit about what it is and how to connect with it formally in formal meditation. So there's many different descriptions of mindful awareness. And in the Buddhist traditions, we also have some different ways to talk about awareness. But more or less, uh, awareness is this quality of mind that's innate to our minds. It's not something physical, it's something non-physical. Um, but it's a way that we can become watchful um, or a way we can observe our internal and external experience. So normally we observe through our sense perceptions, our eyes, uh, ears, etc. And then our thoughts uh, make judgments about what we perceive. But awareness is another option. Awareness is a quality of mind uh, where we can just simply tune in and bear witness to something without the thinking mind, without that judger or interpreter. And of course, this might relate to something we're experiencing through our sense perceptions, but also awareness can be there without a sense perception. And so in general, I define it as a, as a, a quality of watchfulness, a quality of observation, a quality um, of bearing witness. And then mindfulness is the aspect of remembering that awareness. Uh, so hence mindful awareness. And so in formal practice, we connect uh, to mindful awareness via the breath, uh, via the body, um, with other kinds of objects in the Tibetan Buddhist traditions, we also use uh, visualized images to bring our attention into the moment. But basically, um, awareness itself is, is just there. It's just a quality of our mind we can strengthen and tune into. We don't necessarily need an object to focus on. It's just really helpful in the beginning because the mind wanders. We're very habituated to thinking. And so having an object like the breath to come back to when we get distracted or wander in meditation is helpful because it gives us an anchor to come back to. But attention and breath are only part of the practice. The main part, as I've been describing, is cultivating this mindful awareness. And there's many different reasons we might want to cultivate mindful awareness. For some people, it offers a gateway to a little more calmness and groundedness in their life. And then in the Buddhist traditions, uh, we cultivate mindful awareness in order to see clearly into the nature of reality and remove the causes of suffering. So it takes on a little bit deeper um, of a purpose within the Buddhist tradition. So it's okay to start wherever you are, uh, but I recommend, you know, uh, really pursue awareness because it has these, these incredible gifts if we take it to its full extent. Awareness in itself, uh, when we're initially coming into contact with it and practicing for a few years, you know, we might have this experience of there being um, someone or something that's aware and then we can have this space in how we interact with things. Like we can be aware of our thoughts. We can be aware of a perception, which creates some space where we're not personalizing it so much. Um, but if we take awareness further, we can also see that um, that awareer or that 
thing or someone or something that's aware is also uh, made of space. And in that, in that we, we actually come into some deeper freedoms. Th- those would be teachings we can find, practices we can find in the Buddhist traditions, uh, and, and typically what we call Vipassana awareness or um, insight awareness practices. But anyways, I just wanted to give a little bit of an introduction there. And so, Based on our formal practice, where we might be cultivating awareness, strengthening it, first we have to recognize it, right? That can take some time um, in formal meditation. But at some point, we might want to engage in bringing it into our day. And some of us get very attached or very used to a certain state that we experience in formal meditation. And um, you know, initially, there, there's nothing wrong with that. But if we cling to that state, if we think that Unless we're in that state, we're not meditating, it can become actually its own distraction. It can become a sidetrack. And so at some point, it's very useful to just understand that awareness is just this quality, to experience awareness as this quality of the mind that can be watchful, as I've been describing earlier. And then we can bring that into our day as much as possible. Often, I find the biggest obstacle to bringing mindful awareness into my day is is just to remember to do it, you know, to remember to kind of drop back or look back as opposed to be engaged and personalizing and and hyper focusing on you know whatever task I'm doing or conversation or um, work and so often reminders are really helpful um, so that's the first thing I wanted to share uh, well actually before that I wanted to share that intention really matters so in the beginning of our day when we do our formal meditation we then set an intention of um, care love and altruism Uh, for ourselves and others, that we're doing this because we care. We want to grow mindful awareness so we can become uh, more helpful to ourselves and others, uh, more kind, more more compassionate, um, add to the benefit of the world, not, you know, pull it down. So intention matters. And also intention matters for integrating it throughout the day because uh, what we want to do is cultivate an intention um, to remember awareness. So Either at the end of our formal meditation session or when we wake up in the morning, we can form this intention. Out of care for myself and others, I want to remember mindful awareness as many times as I can throughout the day. So just like anything, when we set an intention like that, it's more likely to happen because we're going to remember it. So that's the first tip I wanted to give. Set an intention, right? Set an intention of, I want to click into, cultivate, remember mindful awareness throughout the day. The next is short sessions. So we have our formal meditation in the morning for those of you who practice daily. Um, And aside from that, we also might want to set up short sessions throughout the day. And what this means is that we might have like a longer practice, 20 or 30 minutes in the morning, whatever it is. And then we might want to set up little one minute, two minute mini sessions throughout the day. And I like to use transition periods here. So when I'm moving from like one meeting to another and I have a little gap or one task to another or one room to another, I might do a little mini session of 30 seconds or a minute, right? Um, Just clicking into awareness, whether it be using the body and breath as an object or an anchor to bring me into the moment. Or just awareness without an anchor, awareness itself, just watchfulness with everything open and able to move. And so I might do that throughout the day. Um, So that's one thing we can do is just sort of set up these short sessions. Another is 
you know, I already mentioned it, but just using these transitional periods throughout the day to just click into awareness briefly. So it doesn't have to be even a, a mini session where you close your eyes and all that. You can continue to move. Um, but in that transition, you set it up as a way to remember to remember awareness, essentially. So this this really works well. Like I used to do this when I was uh, living in New York. And so I'd be commuting uh, from Brooklyn into the city. And I would set up these points, like when I got to, you know, the bike uh, that I was riding to the subway, then off the bike, and then, you know, waiting at the subway platform, then on the subway, um, then getting to my destination, etc. And these would all be moments I would drop into the body or drop into awareness. And I had no, you know, in a way, it's, it's really helpful, because I had no expectation that, oh, I need to like, be super strict and like, preserve this awareness. It was sort of just like ringing a bell. You know, when we ring a bell, um, the sound continues and we don't stop the bell. We just let the sound continue for as long as it's going to continue. And sometimes it could be short. Sometimes it could be long and it's fine. So in one way, we respect uh, mindful awareness because we're doing it. We're putting energy into it. We're, um, you know, we see the value of it and we want to cultivate it. But in another way, we're treating it um, kind of as not a big deal, which after we get some traction in a formal meditation practice over some time, some months or years, and we find we can click into awareness, I think at some point we need to integrate it and kind of think of it in this way of, um, yes, it's, it is very precious. It is very profound. Uh, you know, it's a profound quality of our mind. And yet it's our mind and we take it everywhere with us. So sometimes when we treat it with too much formality, and like like holiness, for lack of a better word, um, we're not able to integrate it more because we think it needs to be done in a certain circumstance or with incense or whatever. When in actuality, um, it's our mind the whole time that's engaging with uh, awareness and the reality around us. So in that way, it opens it up, right? And we can still have our formal session where we have some ritual or, you know, there's, there's some, um, how do you say it? environment to it <laughs> and then we do it you know in places that are super loud and you know super disgusting like like you know when the street's dirty uh, where there's a lot of garbage um in 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 places that are um you know appealing to us in places that are not appealing and so i recommend that because it really makes this flexibility in the mind where we're also noticing within awareness all kinds of things arising so when we're in a place that's appealing, you know, usually um, attachment arises. When we're in a place that is uh, not appealing, like, you know, a dirty street with a bunch of garbage on it, there's kind of this like, ew, you know, I want to get away from this. There's an aversion that arises. So within awareness, all kinds of things can arise. Perceptions, sounds, thoughts, emotions, beliefs. And within awareness, that's one of the beauties of it is awareness itself has no belief. Awareness itself has no, you know, idea of of uh right and wrong necessarily of good and bad it's just there and perceptive and i would say awareness itself there is a natural compassion that can arise out of awareness so it's not like a nihilistic thing but at the same time um when i say you know it, it doesn't have this judgment of good or bad it just sees what 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 our mind is projecting and that's so useful you know it's so useful because we're when we're out and about 
you know, that's typically when our strong judgments arise. And then we can realize, you know, and question. So in Buddhist meditation, this is how we use it because we start to see how much our mind is projecting. You know, how much we're projecting out of our afflictive emotion of clinging, how much we're projecting out of our afflictive emotion of anger. And the more we see, the more we become free. This is just like a, it's like a formula I see over and over again. The more we see clearly how something is existing, the more opportunity it offers us to open up space and freedom within and from that. So, um, yeah, going, going a little in a different direction, but... But I hope that's helpful just to see like the why. There's many reasons. I mean, of course, for a someone new to meditation, just clicking into awareness throughout the day or embodied awareness, you know, dropping into the feet or something like that, which is, you know, I've taught before here, I've shared before. Um, this can be helpful just to sort of regulate, you know, um, connect to a sense of groundedness, you know, in, in, a, in a work situation or when we're running around and we can get really anxious or activated. Um, that's fine for a newer meditator or a meditator who just wants to work with that. But for people who really want to um, connect with a sense of deeper freedom and peace, then we have to look at the mind in its projections, see the projections as I, as I was describing and, um, and see through them essentially. And, that, and that'll happen naturally. It's not something we have to necessarily infer, but it is something we have to put into motion. So these short moments, either when we're sitting or standing or in a transition period, um, can be really, really helpful, either for dropping into the body with awareness or just becoming aware of how the mind is and allowing some clear seeing there so we can find a little bit more freedom. So I hope some of this can be helpful to you in your own practice and moving forward with cultivating awareness throughout the day. Um, you know, if there's certain things that you use to remember awareness throughout the day, let me know. I'd love to hear from you um, in the comments if you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening on Spotify and iTunes. Um, drop me a line. You know, you can visit me at scotttusa.com. Reach out to me there. Let me know, um, you know, what's landing for you, if some of this is helpful, as well as other things you work with. I always like to hear um, feedback from people. So thanks so much. Wish you all the best in your practice.